0: Hello, Credit Union Executives. Welcome to See You on the Show, where we give you up-to-date information on how you can reduce risk, keep key talent, and take a strategic approach to your personal financial wellness. Hosted by me, Doug English, a certified financial planner and former Credit Union Insider with ACT Advisors. Today we have another insider to credit unions. Jim Gowan is with us. Jim is the former chief officer of sales and marketing for CUNY Mutual. 23 years he spent with CUNY Mutual and former chief operating officer at Credit Union 24. How are you doing today, Jim? Doing great, Doug. How are you? I'm doing super. Certainly great to be talking with our credit union friends out there. Uh, certainly been challenging times for them. Absolutely. Well, I know that uh, we're going to work together on this podcast to try to make things maybe a little bit easier for them. Right, Jim? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, with your long history in credit unions and the credit union movement, I thought you'd be the perfect first guest to help us kind of look through your history and the history that you've seen in the credit union movement for why we are uh, creating this podcast and what we're hoping to do to help people with it. So take us back, Jim, take us back to the early days of the Gowan family in Wisconsin, the cold winters, and your experience working with credit unions. Well, Doug, uh, it actually starts a lot earlier than I'd like to
1: admit, because it's been a long time. But my dad actually worked for CUNY Mutual for 25 years. So I grew up around credit union people and people that serve credit unions. And obviously, a lot's changed over that time. And there has been a lot of evolution of credit unions and the, the spot they fill in society. But if I look back at the early days of credit unions, it was, they're different than banks and they'll do things that banks won't do for you. And I remember when I got my first car, my dad said, you can get a car, but I don't have any money to pay for it, so you got to pay for it. But my credit union gave me a loan, and I, and I know full well as a as a high school student with a part-time job, no bank would have given me that loan. So it was pretty unique that I started learning at such a young age about credit unions and part they serve in in our society. And it's only gotten better since then. So I've really been excited and passionate about credit unions ever since then. And obviously, then I got involved in the the credit union space as well. And a lot of people probably don't even know this about me, but I actually started at CUNA Supply uh, way back when I was in uh, the end of high school and early into college. And I spent a number of years there learning about credit unions. And then after I graduated from school, got in the insurance business with, with a different company, and uh, I didn't really like it very well. And because of all the people that I knew from growing up in credit unions, I actually walked into the head of sales at Keenan Mutual at the time and said, hey, do you have any openings? And he uh, got me a couple of interviews, and lo and behold, uh, they thought I was worth taking a risk on and hiring me
0: in the northeast part of Wisconsin as a sales rep. Wonderful. Yeah, well, so you started out on the business-to-business side working with credit unions. Correct. Yeah, I was a
1: group sales representative, they called them back then. And I spent uh, about four years doing that and then uh, became the sales manager for Wisconsin. Did that for only a year and then was promoted to the National Account VP out in the mid-Atlantic area, which was a real opening experience because at the time, the credit unions weren't that big in Wisconsin. But All of a sudden, I was working with the Navy Federals, the Pentagon, the Pennsylvania state employees, Maryland state employees, the largest credit unions in the country. And it was very different working with them compared to the the smaller credit unions that I was used to working with. But again, a great learning experience. And I created a lot of great relationships with those people over the years that
0: I did that. Jim, the leaders of the credit union movement always struck me as, as servant leaders, folks that are really there to help with the mission of the credit union movement, and of course, to benefit the members ultimately. With your 30 years in credit unions, I know you have many stories of uh, the leaders of the credit union movement, but tell us a couple of those stories that just easily come to mind. I'd be happy to do that, Doug. The thing I learned early on, and which really became
1: evident when I started working with the real large credit unions, is that you really need to do a good job of understanding the credit union's needs they're all different, understanding their financials and what drives the financials, what are the risks they're facing. And I've had so many great relationships with executives of all size credit unions. And it, it's really been things that really are lifetime events for you. So one of the early ones I had in a smaller credit union, but a CEO got really sick and uh, had some major surgery and really was facing a, a real tough time in their life. And I remember sitting down with him, and he was talking about, he was concerned if he died, that his 401k wasn't going to be enough for his surviving family. And at the time, there was, there was really no options other than the 401k for credit union CEOs. And lo and behold, shortly after that, the 457s became available to credit unions. And this was like an angel looked down on him. And this, this man called me, for years, even after he retired. And thankfully, he lived a lot longer than he was anticipating. But it it was just so gratifying to see that you could really help someone in a time of real difficulty for them. And that's really been my mission in working with credit unions is you really got to do everything you can to help them succeed. And they all have different challenges. Now, some of the large credit unions, you got to navigate your way around and I remember one specific situation in large credit union, and uh, it was in the southeast. And uh, I spent a lot of time working with them. And well, the CEO was a older lady, and just a real spark plug. Uh, but boy, she could uh, wield a heavy hand when she needed to. And I developed a great relationship with her and her staff. And as a national account VP, and then our CEO had, at at Mutual had asked me to come in and work on a field reorganization, and so when i did that i had to transfer my relationships in these credit unions well the person replacing me was from a different part of the country and we went in to visit the ceo and he was just amazed when we walked in there that every person that we interacted with knew me by name and would give me a hug and he wasn't real comfortable with that but we spent 3 hours in there introducing him to the different parts of the credit union but what was kind of funny about the story was We walked out and he looked at me and he says, I don't think I can replace this relationship. And that's the kind of thing that I've just really loved about credit unions all these years is you don't always agree 100% of the time. You don't always have the right solution. You got to be willing to say if you don't, but you build that mutual respect and and you're committed to helping credit unions succeed. And I think that's really what drove me throughout my career and, and why I'm excited to be working with credit unions again.
0: Yeah, the the spirit of the industry is something special, and uh, those touchy-feely times uh, seem to be over for now, Jim. I'm not sure that you get out on credit unions, anyone's going to touch you right now. So, uh, Jim, I know that when you and I first met, it was uh, in the Southeast during your years uh, down in the South. So tell us a little bit about your time down this way. Well, Doug, I got to
1: say that was probably some of the best times I ever had in Working with a team as well as working with credit unions, Uh, it was a lot of fun. People worked hard and we accomplished great things. But it wasn't always that easy. When I first moved down there, we had a lot of problems in Florida. And we had to make a lot of changes because we just weren't doing the job for credit unions in Florida. And a good example of that is one time I went into this credit union for the first time. and I knew the CEO had come from a different part of the country and did not like CUNA Mutual. So it was hard to get the meeting. But well, we got into the meeting and we were sitting in their boardroom with all his executive team. And he looked up at us and he said, I want to see a demo of your loan processing software. And uh, we weren't prepared to do that. So our, our salesperson didn't do a good job of really positioning the meeting. But I sat up and I said, well, we're not going to give you a demo because we really want to understand what you're trying to accomplish and what your needs are before we tell you what a solution might be. And I thought we were going to get thrown out of the credit union, but he sat up and he looked at me and he goes, you know, this is really a different CUNY Mutual. So we sat there for two to three hours with meeting with his leadership team. And to this day, that credit union is still a good supporter. It's someone I communicate with every now and then, but it it was just a different mindset, different way of doing things. So that was really a neat experience and, and helped us turn the tide in Florida. Another good story was, I was going to Mississippi to meet one of the larger credit union CEOs there. And our salesperson and service person there uh, told me that this guy is an old NCUA examiner and he's he's just going to bust your chops over premiums and and dollars. And so I said, okay, great. And we wound up uh, meeting up with him. And it wasn't two minutes into the conversation after I met him, he says, so where are you staying? And I, I said, well, I'm staying at the Shoney's Inn. And those of you who are in the South know the Shoney's Inn is a real low end hotel. And I was just kidding him. But then I said, but I'm really worried about my Mercedes out front. And he about died because for CUNY Mutual to have a Mercedes, which I didn't have a Mercedes, he just about died. And then we just burst out laughing and he goes, oh, you got me. But uh, that was the kind of relationships that were really neat that you could have some fun, but you still got down to business and got things done. And uh, you helped meet the credit
0: his needs. Yeah. The Southeast uh, marketing division was the work hard, play hard division, right? Absolutely. It was a great time. <laughs> yeah, we did have a lot of fun. Then uh, I think uh, from there, you went uh, up to uh, Madison, right? And became the Chief Officer of Sales and Marketing for Q Mutual? Correct. Well, tell me about your uh, your time there and how uh, how it all kind of wrapped up.
1: Well, I, I certainly, again, enjoyed. I still got to work with people all over the country, work with credit unions all over the country. I was very active in national credit union forums on a number of, uh, Board of directors for some of our subsidiary organizations. So it was a great learning experience, but I also got to meet more and more people and again, uh, see the passion that's out there for helping credit union succeed. Not always the easiest job because you had a lot of the internal stuff you, know, you had to deal with as well as, as the external stuff, but I enjoyed my time. And uh, one funny story was we were sitting around our uh, executive leadership team table. So with that, myself was there and all the product leaders and so forth. And the CEO asked uh, each product leader to put themselves in the credit union CEO's mind and how important is their product on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being high to them when they wake up in the morning. And it was, it was kind of amusing for me who's been out working with credit unions for years to hear some of the, the feedback there. And some were saying 8 or 9, and one even said 10, and that was the person who handled the bond because credit unions have to have a bond. And uh, so then the CEO asked me. He says, "Well, Jim, what do you think about these ratings?" And I said, "As much as I'd like to believe them, I'm crediting CEOs. Wake up in the morning. We're not anywhere near their top ten thinking about an insurance product or of that nature. So certainly we help them succeed, but they've got a lot bigger things on their plate. And so we had a very lively discussion around that. But, but that's one of the things I think." credit union CEO has got to to figure out too, is how, how do you balance all that? What are the things that you want to drive internally, but what are the things that are going to help you create your mission and accomplish your mission with your community, with your members, with your employees? So there's a lot more things that go into running a credit union than just Okay, I got to get more loans out the door. I got to do this or that. So to me, it, it paralleled a lot of that, and you and you've got to you got to make some strategic decisions internally so that you position yourself right in the market.
0: Yeah, especially today, right in the times of COVID, when you can't even have your uh, member service reps in front of your members, in the in the kind of more modern uh, way of branching where it's uh, not a lot of physical barriers anymore. But now, all of a sudden you need the physical barrier so that the challenges of running the credit union are great. You know, Doug, that's
1: so true. And Credit union that I belong to here in Madison, they have done just a phenomenal job of working really hard to still build relationships with their members, and they're so personable. As a matter of fact, I've, I've written to the CEO a number of times over this last year just saying, so-and-so is just unbelievable when you interact with them, and, and you don't know how much they appreciate hearing those things, because they're working real hard to figure out and navigate this very unusual situation that we've never had before.
0: Yeah, well, the the member feedback is critical for every credit union. Absolutely. Well, Jim, when we were talking about setting up this interview, you told me a story about when you reached the end of your career at Keen Mutual and, and that experience. Can you share that with our listeners? Yeah, I'd be happy to, Doug. And that's primarily
1: one of the reasons why I've, I've joined up with you is because you're really trying to help people navigate things towards the latter part of their careers. But when I left CUNY Mutual, my job was eliminated. And I got a package that put together a lot of things include deferred comp plans, 401k, separation, dollars, bonuses, and those kind of things. And I went on my way. Well, I have never seen that kind of diversification of income nor that amount of income in any one year. And so what happened is I I left and I had no one to help me how to navigate those waters. What is the best way to put money aside and and use money going forward? I obviously worked with a financial planner locally, but most financial planners and this one that I worked with had no idea what the requirements were with the various deferred comp plans that I had and so forth. I really felt like I was out in the ocean by myself. And when I look at all the things available to your credit union CEOs now, it's a difficult world to navigate financially for them. But the, the other challenge they have is they're so busy doing all the things they have to do day to day to run their operation, make their members happy, their employees happy, that very often, they don't have the time to spend on their own financial well-being. And again, A lot of times they're working with a local financial planner that has no idea, for example, what executive benefits for credit union CEOs are and and how they integrate into the overall financial plan. So I really related when you and I first talked about this is that, man, I really could use that kind of help when I left CUNA Mutual. Luckily, I had a long time left in my career that I could navigate the waters and figure it out. But when people get to a retirement age, they don't necessarily have another Career they're going to or anything. So if you're not preparing for those things, it can be really nasty in the the financial outcomes. So
0: for me, it, it was it was a light bulb went on when that happened. Yeah, Jim, we we hear those stories from the credit union executive suite a lot. The executive suite of a credit union has different benefits than virtually any other entity with the four hundred and fifty-seven B and F, and then the traditional four hundred and one K plan. It is a Place where there are more complexities to the plans, to the way the money goes in, the way the money comes out. It's just not a simple thing. And so that's why we started this podcast. What we intend to deliver to the credit union leaders is uh, highly valuable educational content over a series of interviews about what you can do to position yourself for success in the executive suite of a credit union. And that's going to be pretty broad based. We'll talk to recruiters. We'll talk with health and wellness experts. We'll talk with experts on collateral assignment, 457B, 457F. We're going to deliver information that's going to help you make the best of the benefits packages available in the credit union industry and to to figure out how you're able to make the, the best outcome for each and every one of you. Well, Jim, we're out of time. Any final comments for our listeners? Well, Doug, as I said earlier, I'm really passionate about working with credit union executives
1: around the country. And one of the things I'd ask is that if, if there's anybody out there listening to this, if they've got ideas on guests we should bring onto this show, other ideas of needs that they have that, that aren't fulfilled in the marketplace around their financial future, uh, we'd certainly appreciate you reaching out and giving us feedback. On things that are important to you, because that's what it's all about, is we're here to help you navigate the complex world that you live in. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Jim.
0: That's all the insider credit union knowledge we have for this episode. Can't wait for the next episode. We're always available through our website at act-advisors.com. That's A-C-T-advisors.com. See you next time and See You on the Show.
1: The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. Indexes are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly.